Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. The caffeine finally wore off from my report last week, where (laughs) I listened back to it. Really lost a run of myself about halfway through. It, it did actually kind of sound like you had taken drugs. <laughs> yeah, look, and I hadn't, uh, unless you count life as a drug, in which case, which you shouldn't, because it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. It's the worst drug there is. <laughs> this is the worst. I say in the fields, <laughs> surrounded by nature. The uh, it's the worst. Well, the real worst thing, Connor, is DC oh, yeah. superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> What a time to fuck me up, but yes. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've listened to Heroes Zero before, but this is the show where I normally choose DC characters, Sean normally chooses Marvel characters, and we talk about them. They're normally characters you may not have heard of, um, or they probably have, but they're not as mainstream as Superman, Batman, Captain America, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, now, Sean, as he mentioned, he thinks DC is shit. That is our whole thing. Ha ha ha. This is part of the, the dilemma, the conflict. <laughs> the, ha ha ha. It's the ruse we've set up that, oh, we, we each think our company's better than the other. <laughs> it's like that's all those sports shows where you have to have alternate sides of the view. They're like, well, I think he's not a good player. Well, I disagree. I think he's a great. You can fill a whole hour with that. <laughs> it's like, it's it's like modern politics, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> He's come in with a weird vibe this week. Strange. I don't think it suits me, to be honest. <laughs> Um, if you give us a like and subscribe, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, would really help us out. But Sean, there's only one place to start, and that's obviously DC Comics and a character you have not heard of, but ha- was. 
was created by possibly an all-star team of comic book legends in terms right. of writing. Okay. The, the, what, okay. How do you know I haven't heard of them, first of all, Connor? Sean, it was the late 90s. Ah. Um, it was a difficult <laughs> time for DC. Um, they, but they had just relaunched their Justice League Unlimited run with Grant Morrison writing it. Wow, um, that's actually, that's, that's, that's a home run right there. That's actually home run. But in 1996, the year before... Great the year. official launch. Um, it was a big year. A, a very good year, Sean. But what happened was um, Mark Millar and oh. Grant Morrison oh. came together to create a character for DC Comics who would be the new hero in the DC universe. Um, okay, I've don't think I have heard of this, actually. <laughs> now, Mark Millar, Grant Morrison, two legends of this comic book writing. They've been involved in a lot of stuff. Um, but what they have is they launched their an ongoing series known as Aztec, the ultimate man. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate man? <laughs> yes. Wow. I okay. I haven't heard of this, which leads me to believe this character did not do very well. Ten issues, <laughs> ten issues from comic book giants. <laughs> but the best bit is the end, because coincidentally, Grant Morrison was also writing uh, Justice League Unlimited, which is of course the biggest story in comic books at that point in terms of DC. It was it was fucking gangbusters. They were selling shit tons of them, right? And then his other character, he's writing. <laughs> Nobody's buying, right? Just tanking the whole fucking, time. It's a, actually, no, I think they sold quite a few issues. I just think there wasn't a lot of interest in the character, right? Right. So, as the last issue of Aztec, Grant Morrison got him to join the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> as a fuck you. He was like, I know, I like this character. Fuck you, he's going to be popular. So, Aztec's last issue, number 10, he joins the Justice League. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Because Grant Morrison's like, what are you going to do? You can't cancel Aztec. You can't cancel the Justice League and I'm writing the Justice League. He's part of it now. Like, honestly, it's a pretty good move. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he was created by... He's the brainchild of writers Mark Millar and Grant Morrison and artist N. Stephen Harris, right? Mm-hmm. And his first, uh, obviously you can kind of tell from the name Aztec. By the way, Aztec spelled A-Z-T-E-K. So oh! That's how you know it's cool. That's how you know it's cool in 90s. This yeah, ain't your yeah. granddad's Aztec. <laughs> no. <laughs> your great, 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 great granddad's Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> this is the proper modern Aztec. And lasted 10 issues. And with its cancellation imminent, Aztec creator Morrison brought Aztec into one of the other comics he penned at the time, the JLA. Um, so... Aztec served as a member of Morrison's JLA, both as an active member and then as a, as a reserve member. Just um, any time he feels like writing them, he can pull them back in. Exactly. Um, so, <clears throat> Aztec's art. Ages ago, Sean. Literally ages ago. I love that time frame. In Just, Ireland, that could be anywhere from last week to 40 years. <laughs> and this is more than 40 years. My <laughs> so, God. The feathered god, Sean, I'm going to have to... I, I think you know to pronounce this. Uh, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl? Quetzalcoatl, of course. The god of light. Yes, uh, the Sean. Aztec god of light. It, the Aztec god you, of sorry, light. Sorry, do you want to know how I know how to pronounce that? 
is because uh, I read the Young Jack Sparrow books back in the day, uh, and he they had a whole Aztec book at one point. You've lived a strange and glorious life. I have indeed. I had few um, friends. <laughs> But lots of Jack Sparrow books. <laughs> um, this ma- so um, ages ago, yeah, the feathered god created a mask of power, right? Mm-hmm. So this god created a mask of power. This mask was passed down from generation to generation, overseen by the Brotherhood of Q. Now, in recent years, that letter has been kind of taken over um, by other things that are not very good, Q. right? You um, Ah, James Bond, of course. <laughs> of course, James Bond. <laughs> but for this, we're all just going to agree, this was 1996. Yeah, right? Q was still sound back in 1996. Th- back then, Q was cool, right? So uh, the Brotherhood had kept the mask safe and had trained countless generations of warriors to don the mask. So basically what they're doing is they create this all-powerful mask and for generations, they would train the greatest warriors one by one that they're ready to don the mask if right. um, the great shadow god came back, returned to the world. Then their warrior would be able to put the mask on, be super powerful, fight off the shadow god, everyone saved. Because Quetzal is the god of light. I'm just exactly. Quetzal, it's easier. Um, exactly. Can I just ask, um, being that it was the mid-90s and a comic book and, you know... A story about culture and tradition. D- does this hold up well? Is this, you know, tastefully done? It's not. It's not as bad as you think it should be. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I just I had I had my reservations there. No. No. It's as far as I, I've read a bit of it. I mean, it, like there are some things obviously, but it's a lot better than it has any right to be. Okay. For the time it was written. In. I think Grant Morrison's a very talented man. That is <laughs> true. Head of his time. Um, so as the ages progressed, the Brotherhood of Q expanded beyond Mexico and they built hidden bases of operations around the globe. They also evolved the name, so it went from the, Brother Q, the Brotherhood of Q to the Q Gang to the oh. Q Group, finally to the Q Foundation. It, 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 okay, they, they, de- uh, they deviated a bit too close to the modern Q Gang, mm. <laughs> but... The- I think the Q, the Q gang was there when uh, Cool and the gang were were big. I think that must have been when they, Which they was rebranded. Ninety one. <laughs> no, when was Cool and the gang big? <laughs> For one year, they were Q gang, and then they went to Q group, and then Q Foundation. Q Foundation's right? pretty good. Um, now, as the as the Shadow God, basically, they constantly take Shadow God's coming. Shadow God is coming. They need to have a warrior that's going to be ready at all yeah. times to fight. There's so all generation- these secret messages, and we'll know when it's happening. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right. So, um, a warrior was sent to a city known as Vanity City in the United States, uh, where they bloody, felt bloody that New York, right? Vanity City. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking about itself, that city. <laughs> hey, <I'll never> <laughs> you Sean if anyone doesn't know Sean had a haircut this week covered sky high better take him down a peg <laughs> the, the old Irish tradition of getting too big for your boots <laughs> um, where they felt uh, so they felt the battle would take place in this city so they sent a warrior there ready to go so they send one of their best warriors, Emilio. However, Emilio falls in love with an American woman um, and they have a child together. And obviously, Q Foundation, not happy with this. So they decide to uh, kill Emilio, <laughs> right? Right. And, and the child? Child gets to live? The child is then seen as the next 
What uh, up? So it's like he fucked up, but the kid can now mm. we have his replacement already sorted out. So they prepared a son to take his place as the next warrior. Okay, right? understandable. I, I thought you'd be. I think. I think you'll be into this origin. I think this is kind of right up your street. I do. Um, it's, it's weird mysticism. I do like it. M- meanwhile, the Q Foundation had extended its influence in the United States, so like it was getting bigger and bigger, uh, soliciting funding from major financial players. Right. Uh, one of them, it had approached Doctor Thomas Wade, Bruce Wade's father, and uh, yes. Thomas turned them down. He refused support. However, one influential businessman who did buy in Q Foundation, Sean, in DC would be... Lex Luthor. Mr. Lex Luthor oh. thought the Q Foundation sounds great. Um, and he began extensively funding the Q Foundation, more than anybody else. Now, was um, this for sinister means in that he wanted control of the mask for himself? Unlike other members of the Q Foundation, Luther did not believe in the Shadow God's return really in any way. Um, Luther wanted a superhero in his own pocket financially should he ne- the need ever arise. Just in case. He's got just, just in, case. in case superhero money. <laughs> yeah. um, so Emilio's son was named Uno and he was next in line. Um, and so he basically began trading since the day he was born. Uh, when Uno was ready, he was sent from the Q Foundation training facility in Mexico back to Vanity City. Um, and so they're like, right, you're back in Vanity City like your dad did. Don't fall in love. You're now the hero and defender of this city. Yeah. Easy, um, easy. Eat one rule. Don't fall in love. <laughs> My God, I always break that rule, Sean. <laughs> they always do in movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the easiest rule to break. <laughs> um, Uno arrived in Vanity City and quickly made a name for himself as the city's hero, uh, with the city's paper dubbing him Aztec. With because obviously he's got a yeah with the K because he has the mask. He looks very Aztec-y and they've got no other name. <laughs> he doesn't introduce himself after stopping the crime. I will also say the mask gives him superpowers. Okay, I was going to say, is it just he's a very good fighter or he actually gets extra powers from No, he gets like all of the powers like from the, powers the mask. Because God. the idea is that all of the warriors' souls are joined together to make this Love that fucking shit. mask. That's um, excellent. <laughs> there's also a little bit of it that I think he can hear all of their voices constantly ah, with the mask on. So like, you have to like learn to control that. Like Peacemaker's helmet, he hears all his victims. Yes. Cool. Like yeah. that a lot. Once again, only 10 issues, so <laughs> we're just, <laughs> really just trying to delve into this. <laughs> just extrapolating a lot of information here, yeah. people. Um, now, the city's former hero was called Blood Type, and he was a ruthless killer, <laughs> even though he was a hero, right? He had a tendency uh, to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> It's not getting any better than that. We're going to stop. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it. Just I, also, the names are going to get worse because we have to introduce a bunch of new villains that are just made up for this 10 issues, right? Because Vanity City, new city. So you've got to create new villains. Whole new um, rogues gallery for Aztec. Whole new rogues gallery. So uh, Blood Type uh, brutally gunned down a supervillain known as Piper. Right? Okay. Um, Because he's such a good hero. Aztec tried to stop this guy, and he was just like, dude, you shouldn't be killing people. Uh, Unfortunately, in their battle, the entire building exploded, causing Blood Type to die. Um, Oh. And with Blood Type dead, the PD chief, um, Perrier, 
Chief Perrier welcomed Perrier. Aztec as the city's official protector. <laughs> I don't think he has the authority to do that. No, <laughs> I don't think he has. <laughs> he was just like, with him dead, you're the next one up. You're my cool guy. He has a pair of like reins that he carries around with him and he keeps like handing them off to various superheroes. <laughs> um, so as the hero of the city, he fought a shapeshifter named Sint, a technological supplier named Fixit, and blood, ty- blood types deranged. Ex-wife, Death Doll. <laughs> wow, a real who's who of might as well be copyright free characters. I, I like Death Doll. I think that's so ridiculous. And a technological supplier named Fix It. That sounds more helpful than harmful, though, doesn't it? Mm, no, but not nowadays with Jim. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. oh yes. Mm. <laughs> One of his primary enemies was British TV icon and you know nuts, Jimmy Savile. He would have stuck around for longer than 10 issues. I would read 50 issues of him punching Jimmy Savile. Oh, just over and over. Like, it's like a flip book. Like, you keep turning the page backwards and forwards. Um, a blood type comes back and just starts shooting. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. And he's cool with it this time. <laughs> they even uh, teamed up with Green Lantern's Kyle Rayner, who we've covered here. Yes. Um, very good Green Lantern. I think that was just like, Green Lantern's in this issue. Buy it. <laughs> Please. Please, for the love of God, buy it. Please. I love drawing um, this Aztec character. And like he's doing the JLA at the same time. <laughs> like he's writing, a, 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 you know, widely regarded as one of the best runs of comics. <laughs> and then just in the evenings, he goes home and scribbles away gonna, at this. I'm just fuck around and find out what happened to Aztec. I'm going to call him blood type. <laughs> Um, so as a secret identity, he took the uh, Aztec took on the role of the murdered Piper. Um, so he became Doctor Kurt Falconer. Um, he even falsified his identity as a doctor at the hospital. Um, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do any of that, but he did. That's so unnecessary. That's just—he's just waiting to be caught. It's like catch me if you can. Where it's he like, goes yeah, into I'm a the doctor. emergency room, and there's blood everywhere. And he's like, oh fuck. Oh, oh, does lads. anyone need me to jump really high? I can jump really high. Guys. Let me jump. Just <laughs> leaps um, out the window. <laughs> So there he worked under, there's a lot of names here that you don't really care about, but basically there was characters called Julia Frostick, Dr. Wally Mosley, and Nurse Joy Page. That's Um, a Pokemon character. Yeah, pretty good. Um, And obviously they all are like, who's this guy? He's not the real Kurt Falconer, but then some of them fall in love with him, some of them don't, and then most of them get kidnapped. Wait, wouldn't wouldn't people be like, no, we worked with Kurt Falconer for years. He was a doctor at this hospital. He was a colleague and a friend. He tied his hair and changed his eye colour. What the fuck is the problem? And just started flirting with everyone. (laughs) Everyone, he's really changed. He's not Um, falling in love. There's no love. No, there. no. <laughs> it's a pure animal lust. <laughs> uh, Aztec life's changed drastically with the appearance of a villain called the Lizard King. Um, he Ooh. was the new... And look, this is where... This is where they tried to, like, have a whole backstory so that this reveal would be shocking. But remember, this is only four issues in, so Grant's really stretching here with the, the shocking value because the Lizard King was the new identity of Aztec's father's second in command. <laughs> Holy sh... The father that was killed because he yeah. fell in love. Yeah. His oh second gosh. in command 
is now called the Lizard King and is evil. See, Sean, that's lore. That's shocking. I'm shocked. Why did he become evil, if you don't mind me asking? Do you think I know that answer? I just, I thought, given that you were presenting the report. They don't have time. (laughs) Ten issues. He's evil. He needs to be stopped. (laughs) And you're like, who's evil? His second in command of his dad, who was in one issue. Do you not remember? It's so simple. He was in a couple of panels, maybe. (laughs) It's a a really burn into my brain. (laughs) Um, The Lizard King had a dream about the Shadow God and decided that Aztec could not face him. So he turned up and he killed Joy Page in order to capture Aztec and take the mask for himself. Who's going to tell Brock? Mm. He's a crush on Nurse Joy in the Pokemon anime. There we go. It's all coming together. <laughs> I think it's getting further apart. Uh, try not to be negative. I can't. Oh no, do it. we no, can't, go back. <laughs> can't go back. Um, so, <clears throat> so what happened was he defeats the Lizard King, um, and he he dons the mask, defeats the Lizard King, and it's all shocking. But then, what? Shortly afterwards, the, the issues are coming to an end. Right? We've got yeah. nine issues in. And DC have politely told Grant that I feel like you're Grant and Mark Miller remember two fucking legends of the game that they were like, you know, Grant, you are currently writing the JLA and I mean, you could just spend more time doing that. Yeah, you know, you're doing really well at that. And that's selling selling, a lot. That's selling a lot for us. And I feel like you're splitting time between Aztec. And the JLA. And no, and, 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 no, we like Aztec. Like, we have no problem with Aztec. But the JLA, though. Yeah. So, they, they basically tell him he's got one issue left. And as a Wrap it all you, up. Um, <laughs> wrap it all up. And he's like, but I've got all these story threads. <laughs> nope. Tie it together. This is Game of Thrones season eight. That joke will make sense in 30 years. <laughs> You will get it. Your kids are going to love it. Um, so the Justice League—it's your cousin, Marvin R. R. Martin. <laughs> so, so the Justice League was recently reformed around the Magnificent Seven. At this point, um, and so my grand decided to start a story where the Magnificent Seven uh, had a drive for a new member. Um, he Aztec was one of the numerous heroes that applied for membership at the suggestion of Kyle Rayner. And while under consideration, um, he basically Amazo traveled to Vanity City. Uh, mm-hmm. looking for Professor Ivo so Amazo big evil robot who normally takes on all the powers of the Justice League um, right. and Ar- Aztec arrived at, to stop Amazo um, and he held his own until the Justice League arrived and so then they all turned up and were like Jesus this guy's pretty good if he's able to hold up against Amazo by himself so and he's got all the powers ho- of us yeah he's holding up against the whole Justice League basically yeah basically pretty good pretty good um, and so they, he became the third recruit of this new league, and he was accepted in the tenth issue of Aztec. Um, and then he appeared in the JLA as he fought alongside the Justice League for a very short time. Oh, oh, how short are we? More than ten issues, maybe less. Less than ten <laughs> while, issues while possess, possessing, um, basically. Lex Luthor possessed a thing called the Philosopher's Stone. I need you to get on board with that. Connor, already on board. No question here. Lex Luthor has the Philosopher's Stone. Absolutely fine. 
Not the Harry Potter one. No, no, no. Can turn lead into gold. That kind of yeah, philosopher's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Lex Luthor reorganised the Injustice League and was able to divide and conquer the Justice League. Using his ties to the Q Foundation, Luthor accesses the information stored in Aztec's helmet. Because, of course, he still owns Aztec, but uh, Aztec he, doesn't know. He is his main sponsor, yeah. There's a big LexCorp logo stapled across the front yeah, of the Yeah, so mask. he's put like a recorder into the helmet. When he was making it. Right. Um, and he made so now the helmet. Sorry? He made the helmet. He didn't, but I think he probably was just like, I'll just do some additions to I'll it. Study it. I'll study yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right. there, there was basically a thing that he downloaded all the information that was stored in Aztec's helmet, which is everything he's seen. This is um, the information on souls as well, though, right, of all the other Aztecs? Uh, no, I think it's just things Aztec had seen at right. that point. I'm with you. To keep it simple. Fair. No more questions. <laughs> you don't know everybody's memories ever. <laughs> oh, fuck. He presses play and it's just screaming. So much screaming. <laughs> um, including the access codes to the Justice League's watchtower. Of course, ah. that he has. So Luther then uses the codes. And Sean, you're going to love Lex Luthor's plan here. He uses the codes to teleport over 12 nuclear missiles into the core of the watchtower. Honestly? Pretty good shout. You'll kill most of them, definitely. <laughs> Superman's like touch and go. does not fuck around. He's like, we could send one. Send fucking 12. I have Superman's 12. I'm going to use 12. I'm yeah. not keeping any back. No. The, this gonna... is when they're in space as well at this point. Yeah, so it is, yeah. It's not just a tower in the middle of a No, no, it's, it's, it's in space. He's blowing them up in space. So no, casual, no civilian casualties, like, either. No, it's just nothing but Superman dead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think 12 nukes would kill Superman. Yeah, probably not. The, but it would kill everybody else but Superman. Absolutely. Everybody else is dead. Mm. Uh, and then, like, even if... Because Batman will survive 12 nuclear blasts, he will do <laughs> that. Somehow. But then he's stuck in space. What the fuck is he going to do? <laughs> so Luther offered Aztec a deal. So he turns up and he basically reveals everything to Aztec. Like, dude, I fucking own you. Yeah. Um, I fund the Q Foundation. And he's like, turn traitor and come work for me. And then you can be the leader of my new-founded JLA from oh, the ashes oh. of the old team. Oh, but, but but Aztec, he's he's grown to love the team, surely. Mm. Oh, no, he's fallen in love, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Luke like, I have to kill you now. <laughs> um, Aztec refused and used his helmet to download schematics of the missiles, disarming all 12 of them in four minutes. That's impressive, but does the powers of the mask help him disarm can I be with you? Can I be honest with you, Sean? Sean yeah. can, I, can I be perfectly honest with you? Go ahead. They, they make up the powers of the mask depending on what's occurred in each issue. Ten episodes. Ten issues, of course. Uh, <laughs> the, but, okay, but, wait, sorry. So 12 missiles in four minutes. That's yeah, he disarmed three all missiles four. a minute. That's a missile yeah. every 20 <laughs> seconds he's disarming. Yeah. He's fucking unreal. Aztec man, best superhero, best man. I think he's the greatest man. It's in the fucking title. <laughs> they didn't lie. Millar doesn't lie. It actually is called Aztec colon the greatest man. That's 
actually hilarious. Yeah. Um, so while disarming the missiles, the rest of the Justice League defeated Luther and his Injustice League. Um, knowing that Luther had used him as a pawn, Aztec resigned as an active member of the Justice League. Um, however, he remained on uh, in reserve, just in case they'd ever needed him again. Sean. Right, um, okay. I so need like, him, they did. Oh, oh, I bet they did. <laughs> Aztec joined the JLA reserves when the Earth became threatened by an evil an evil sentient doomsday. Oh, lads. Oh, it's an sure. evil being known as Magadon, right? That's um, a transformer. Mm. While sleeping in Vanity City... Uh, Aztec was awoken by voices from his helmet warning him that humanity's twilight draws near um, and the voices in Aztec's helmet told him that the shadow god was Megadon oh right? fuck that's convenient interesting yeah right? they're so really Aztec wrapping decides, that up quick <laughs> so Aztec decides I'm gonna go stop him alone I'm gonna fly out to space take him out myself this is what right? I was built for exactly Um Aztec assaults Magadon as it's coming to Earth and barely escapes with his life. Like, fucking, he barely gets out of there. Just gets Um, bodied immediately. uh, So he comes back to the JLA embassy in America, beaten and battered and shot blinded. He was blinded by Magadon. So, oh man, there's something about when superheroes get blinded that just, oh, it fucks with me. I like that. Yeah. That's good. He's a a barely conscious Aztec tried to tell the leaguers assembled as much as he could about the threat that he had just seen that he thinks is the Shadow God and flew up there all by by his lonesome to try and stop him. And, uh, And he... He fought the he fought the 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 the, the, the robot Magadon. thing. No, but he fought the robot thing earlier, which was as strong as the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. And now Magadon has beaten him. Yeah, so shit over. The stakes are set. Is what I'm trying to yeah trying to get. Um, at. So um, it basically he f- it's like a sentient fucking like planet basically like Galactus style like, <laughs> like no no you're thinking of the big cloud and I know you're thinking of the big cloud I have yes <laughs> but he basically flew into it and uh, it cannot He this is his speech by the way when he gets back to the JLA I flew into it it cannot be argued with it cannot be threatened it will simply exterminate us all of us I saw one of its thoughts I was blinded in an instant it's rising up from beneath our solar system all by life the Q Foundation trained me for this to face the dark gods and I failed that's what he says to them Jesus pretty pretty, um, pretty grim pretty heavy so as Magadon arrived it caused everyone on earth to go crazy and assault each other right Right. so the leaguers needed to split their efforts basically preventing World War 3 on earth while also trying to deal with the big fucking space monster coming down to earth causing World War 3 um, right so so they're basically split in two. So the League sends Superman and Orion, who's like a really fucking powerful leaguer himself, to space. And they're like, you assault Magadon, send the two fucking heavyweights. Yeah, throw a few slaps at him and then two, scare him off. A few slaps. Yeah. Um, and then Batman, Wonder Woman, they deal with World War Three. Have an alert. Sense. Yeah. Um, Magadon quickly defeats both Superman and Orion, oh. um, chaining Superman to its engine of despair. So <laughs> Superman is chained into him. Sorry, the engine of despair? <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's metal as hell. <laughs> so, so with Superman and Orion down, Aztec basically decides it's up to him again to go up there. 
he's to try beaten, and help. He's broken, he's blinded, but he's still yeah. going to get back up. Yes. So he goes to try and fulfill his duty. This is what he was born for, forever. Is this so actually like, the Shadow God then? Or like... It's I think yes, okay. but also no. Um, using his helmet's onboard systems, he finds the broken Orion floating in space and heals him. The mask can also heal people That's that are close to death, Sean. Busted. I can't wait Once to hear again, more about this mask. He's got so many powers. Um, the two then resume the attack, uh, using Orion's boom tube to travel to the heart of Magadon. Um, with Martian Manhunter supplying a telepathic link to both Superman and Batman, the lead tried to break Superman of his despair and to rip out Magadon's heart from the inside, right? And of course, it comes to it that Orion has to cause a distraction. Aztec lands beside Superman, telling him, you're our only chance, you need to get out of here. Basically deciding, like, he was born to do this, but it's not his fight, he can't win. Yeah. Like, Superman's better chance than he does. Um, That's kind of cool then, but but he's he's happy to accept it once the thing is stopped at the end of the day. Yes. So Aztec sacrifices himself, unleashing all of the energy in his suit in an explosion to hurt Magadon. Um, and with the with Magadon hurt, uh, his his sacrifice basically brings Superman and Orion back into like full on fight mode, and the two of them just basically begin to rip Magadon's heart out after it's injured through his explosion. This is class. This is a very yeah. like nineties, early two thousands fight, but I love yes. it. Aztec was vaporised in the explosion and that was the end of Aztec. My, the greatest man gone in an instant. <laughs> but I knew it was metal as fuck and I knew you'd like it. Oh, fuck it. That's a Dragon Ball Z fight, man. That's so cool. <laughs> like Superman and Orion get fucked. No, Aztec gets fucked. Then Superman and Orion get fucked. Then he flies up blind. As a, he's just like up there and he just tries to bring the two of them back to life and just sacrifices himself to enter Magadon For to give them a fighting chance. Into one attack. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love Aztec. So, He's my favourite. <laughs> He's the greatest man. <laughs> right. Powers and abilities. Aztec dons the Mask of Warriors, a helmet created by that god, uh, the Feathered Serpent, Ketzel and the god of life. Thank you. The mask has been handed down from warrior to warrior over the, over the generations. Um, as each warrior dies his or her consciousness becomes one with the mask merging consciousness with the wearer and guiding their thoughts and um, he can also call upon the experience of all of his predecessors in any situation that's really cool not even that like he gets their power but he gets their experience that's a nice yeah. little note that they have yeah um, like he, sorry <clears throat> can i just say he's a dumb character but there is a logic to how he's written and well, that's what by gets Mark me. Millar and Grant Morrison. <laughs> I hope it's all right. <laughs> like, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's just fucking batshit. <laughs> it's just, it's too far the other direction. <laughs> it's just so, like, it's so, like, fundamentally good for a character that doesn't need it. And there's characters that have, like, a way better look that their back origins are shit, as yeah. we've covered. And this origin is so good because it's written by two of the best for a character that didn't really need to go that hard for, but they did. No, yeah, they could have 50%ed this and it would still mm. have done as well as it did. 
Um, I mean, the helmet can literally do anything. Um, so his armor and his helmet, uh, it's a miracle of occult engineering. It can protect him, give him increased physical strength, transfer full motor control over to the helmet if the wearer becomes unconscious. The armor can camouflage itself, turning invisible. Um, it can reduce his molecular density at any given point. Um, his, his molecular go- density? Yes. He his can make gauntlets, his molecules less yes. dense. His gauntlets contain energy blasters located in the palms and launchers hidden in the wrist that can shoot n- wire nets, cables, or mini rockets. Um, <laughs> when did um, the Aztecs develop this technology? <laughs> I think Lex Luthor did a lot of enhancing. Um, the chest piece is a power battery for the suit, and it, which can also be allowed a venting of highly destructive energy capable of destroying a city block. Um, the battery also must be charged after after it vents. Um, it also contains his armor contains a feathered cape, the symbol of the god, which allows him to fly. Mm-hmm. The armor can also seal itself off, as allowing Aztec to travel through space with it. Of course, um, of course, it's it's Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, all yeah. rolled into one. It basically can do anything. Like he's done interdimensional travel, he's done space travel. He's indestructible. He can move his mole- molecules. He can fly. He can punch. He's got laser arms. Like this is it's, and he pro- he protects like this one small city, <laughs> <laughs> vanity city. Imagine previous <laughs> previous hero was blood type. <laughs> Who just had a handgun? (laughs) No wonder the fucking chief of police was like, yeah, no, you're in charge now. (laughs) He's seen this lad to come up and he's just like, fucking hell. Jesus. He just like gives him his badge. He's just like, no, it's It's you. It's like the little village from a hot fuzz. There's only about three crimes a year in the fucking place. (laughs) And they've got this fucking god. This fucking elite top tier hero. (laughs) They're like looking around like, I suppose if somebody like robs a handbag, we could send them to fucking space. (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) Suppose we could just instantly vaporize them. That would work. We could just vaporize them. Maybe we could just, I don't know, like have laser arms and um, we could then maybe make his molecular molecular density just so he can't be hit wait the, you know the way he's a doctor yeah the mask heals people yeah it does yeah he's also oh I forgot he's also able to heal everyone yeah he can heal yeah, people yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, up until certain death just a, just a dash before certain death he can heal you that like like a second away from death bring you yeah. right back saved yeah. a man from the va- vacuum of space yeah time. Orion was floating in space and he came up and he saved him that's pretty sound of him isn't it yeah to be fair but yeah, yeah. yeah he can basically do anything or fight anything um, and he that's the best thing ever the fact that he's fighting for that little fucking city that has no crime yeah um, and there, I like the idea that their pre, their previous hero, he was ran off his feet. But like Aztec, he is the greatest man in that city, technically. Uh, no, oh, in that city, in most cities, I would say he's probably the <laughs> yeah. greatest man. Like it's like it, it's I'm trying to like who's the biggest fucking hero? It's like having the Sentry protecting like Smallville. Like it's <laughs> it's so unnecessarily strong. You don't need it. <laughs> Just like completely overpowered, but I suppose all criminals are just fucking terrified. Like they just do not want to f- get caught because he can literally be anywhere. 
That's true. Like, yeah, there is no escaping from him. <laughs> no, no matter what you do, like he can fly. You cannot, you literally cannot attack him in any way. And if you do injure him, he'll heal himself. Yeah. If you are a human, you cannot hurt him. You no. cannot stop him. It's a real, it's a real military state kind the of situation. The only time he's ever been injured is against Magadon, which also beat Orion and Superman. It's the only one who's ever landed a hit on him. Yeah. And, and the only reason he died is because he killed himself. Yeah, he killed himself to take out the fucking thing. That's... he. Like, I don't know what the DC power scaling is like. He seems like a character that just breaks it, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I think maybe that's why they killed him. But also, I'd like to see him and Superman fight. I'd be interested to know what happens. Duke it out one day. Yeah. I think he'd he'd win because he can heal himself. I think he would as well. And also, canonically, Superman fell in love, you know? True. So, destined to die. Weak. Blood type would beat Superman. Blood type. Every day. In a heartbeat. (laughs) Heartbeat full of blood. What type? I don't know. That's his phrase. <laughs> he keeps walking in and saying it. Heart type, full, heart beat full of blood. That's how he leaves rooms as well. <laughs> and he's also a journalist, like in a secret identity. He just keeps shouting blood type as he types up a story. And then every, he keeps looking around and everyone's like, why the fuck does he keep doing that? It just, just doesn't why, make any sense. Why is he employed? Why does he have that it's gun? Just, why does he have so that gun weird. Why is he, why is he always carrying that handgun? He's brandishing it around the office. He's typing with it, yeah. pressing the keys with the gun. He's just firing. He's got targets on the wall that has like a QWERTY keyboard. When when he has like a big story, he brings in a shotgun and fights like fires like eight pellets at once just to hit all the fucking paddles at the same time. The, the OJ case happened and he brought in a rocket launcher. <laughs> so it's his big news. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, I think that's it for my report on Aztec, Sean, a character that I had not really done much research in, but it's fucking, the more I delved into it, the more I was like, this is the greatest character that's ever lived, Genuinely, only no. around for like 10 issues. I really enjoyed learning about Aztec, he's so <laughs> overpowered and broken that I think he's my favourite DC hero now. Yeah, sure, I mean, what... I would like you to take us out, though, Sean. Sure. I mean, this this is your time. I don't want to take it from you because obviously, Aztec obviously has taken everyone's everyone's mind away. Everyone loves Aztec now. They all hate you and all your Marvel characters. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see where you come back from this. No, no, I'm on the same page. So, thank you, everyone, for listening <laughs> to this episode of Hero Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Now, a big thank you has to go to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support our little show. Uh, Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast if you want to join us over there. Uh, we do movie reviews and things like that. Um, I think we're talking about the new, the first Ant-Man movie uh, coming out in preparation for the sequel. So head on over there if you want to check that out. You can also go to the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we are all big fans of Blood Type. Okay, we'll see you all next week. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.